And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And we like to feature our real estate listings here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we've got a great lineup for you today. Later in the program, Michelle James, she's an attorney and a tax strategist uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Tax Pro of Tampa, coming on the program. And we're going to uh, lead off as well, Dr. Harold Shinitsky, he's a sports psychologist and also president of Florida Psychological Association, author of Champions Mindset. He's going to be joining us here just momentarily. And uh, before we do jump into this great content, I will let you know about a couple of hot listings that we've got here in Tampa Bay. 3664 Darston uh, Street here in Tampa Bay. It's a gated community in Palm Harbor. Uh, beautiful property just hit the market under half a million dollars. And you've got almost 2,300 square feet, three bedrooms, two bath, two car garage. It's got a nice vaulted ceiling in the office and den area, as well as the lanai waterfront. You've got a pond view, jacuzzi tub. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Uh, lots of opportunities here in Tampa Bay. Uh, we also have 6819 North Clearview Avenue in Tampa. This is another great opportunity in Tampa, uh, just north of Raymond James Stadium. 6819 North Clearview Avenue is a 2,569-square-foot home, five bedrooms, 2.5 bath. you got a large corner lot, double lot that you could build a separate home or maybe a mother-in-law suite on as well uh, right here in Tampa Bay, a large uh, fenced-in area as well in the backyard. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. And let's give a shout-out to our friends at Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. Replenish IV Solutions, Stephen and Lisa Gunnan, uh, they are just a great company. I go in once every month or so and have a vitamin infusion drip directly into my bloodstream, and I'm getting all those crucial body system vitamins that you need, nutrients, uh, enabling your body to perform at optimal conditions. They've got multiple Bay Area locations, or they can come to you as well. Replenish IV IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. All right, let's go to the phone line. We got Dr. Harold Shinitsky on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Doc. Good afternoon, Brendan. Pleasure to get back together with you all. Excellent. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us, and uh, congratulations on being uh, selected by your peers to be uh, to serve as president of the Florida Psychological Association. Pretty cool. It is an honor. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff happening here that's topical in that sports uh, psychology world. You know, we've got Champa Bay. Let's start there. Champa Bay. People are <laughs> loving our sports teams locally. And, you know, the thing now is, like, how do you, what's the mindset? How do you stay on top once you've already achieved your pinnacle of your success in your sport? Well, it's a nice way of putting it that how do you refocus after you've reached the, the top of your sport? And I always like to say, if you think you're all that in a bag of chips, that's the first day you begin to lose because number two is going to be trying harder. Mm. The 
capacity to now reassess what you've done and determine what do I need to do next. Just because I've done something in the past that has no bearing on the future in terms of one's overall season of performance. So as a team, they have to unify, they have to work on all of the, as we talk about it, the process, not the outcome. So they have to put in the time, they have to put in the effort. Otherwise, they just become the one and done. But fortunately, we have an example with the lightning that put forth the effort and decided that they were going to make this season even better than last. And that's amazing. That's the reality. So each athlete, and I get this from a lot of the Olympians, where some of them will come back and they will develop what I call Olympic-itis, that they think that they have already reached the pinnacle, they don't need any coaching, they don't really have to apply themselves. Right. But whatever last year's or Olympic standard is, everyone else now is using that as just the baseline to get better. And so if you have that mindset, and that's what most champions do, is to realize that the past does not serve me any benefit right now, and I have to now improve on what I've done in the past. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, you wake up every morning, the, the one you compete with is the one you look in the mirror. You know, you're competing against yourself. You're competing mm-hmm. against uh, your previous year's record. You know, if I think back to the Bulls when they set that, that NBA record, <laughs> you think back to some of those teams. And then look at our leader also for the Bucks. you know, Tom Brady, guys who's won however many Super Bowls now and been played in so many. Uh, it, it doesn't hurt to have a leader like that on your in your locker room. He, he brings a standard of applying yourself which is magnificent. He came into the league 199th of the picks. No one expected this from him. He believed in himself. He's put forth the effort. He has never you know, stopped doing that same mindset. And every year he has become a masterfully skilled tactician for his position. And because he does it, he leads by example. He is the role model to others. And he also keeps this all in perspective. You know, don't get too big of a head. Let's kind of just maintain everyone has to, on a team, you have to marry a number of personalities into a unified vision. And that makes sure that we don't have prima donnas, that everyone has to buy into the team mentality. So I might have to give up a little of my attention. It's the adage that, you know, we will, um, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Absolutely. I like that one. Uh, unified vision, you know, and, and you look at some of these postings now on social media the, in this social media, you know, instant gratification world we're in. And, and of course, it's a highly um, polarized uh, area of life now. Almost every area of life, there's something polit- political about it. Um, you know, and you've got politics and sports like you've never seen before. You know, people, the, the sport, the one I saw yesterday was the. Uh, the Olympic uh, soccer team. So you had, I don't know, seven, eight, nine of the, the girls taking a knee and only three standing up for the pledge. How, how would a coach deal with that? How, how would that be handled in a locker room? And I know there's variation there, but what, what's your overall thoughts about that? Well, you, you bring up an interesting point that in today's society, we do have a tendency of being very kind of dichotomous. Either you're with us or you're the enemy. Right. That there doesn't seem to be the gray area that is supposed to exist. And we are, in fact, if I might say, supposed to have difference of opinions. We are supposed to. Um, and, and that's what actually makes us great. It's not just 
black or white, you're either with us or against us. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that the team has probably had some conversations. The team has probably come to a statement of, we agree that it's okay to disagree. Yeah. And that, you know, what is the message that, you know, you want to send? You're allowed to do this, but the others are allowed to choose what they, what message they want to send. And yet, as far as the team competing, that is separate from a political stance. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to be respectful that you have a difference of opinion, you have a different belief, you have a, um, in this case, you're pointing out a political statement or a movement. And apparently the team has had that discussion where it's not going to be then a distraction. We're allowed to have difference of opinion. In our society, we, we used to be able to do that. We seem to be slipping away from that. I tend to say we're devolving. And yep. there is the language that we're using is threatening, attacking, hostile, um, just this kind of life or death. And the reality is, as a, as a nation, we are just like these great teams. You know, we, we can have a unified vision, yet along the way, we can have individuals who are progressive while other people are conservative. It doesn't make one the enemy. Yeah. That is, I think, vitally important as a team. You can have difference of opinion, and then we get onto the field, or for, their, for the soccer players, the pitch. They can get onto it and be a unified team. They don't allow that to distract them. The rest of us might get distracted by it, and that's unfortunately a struggle we have as a society. But I tend to encourage people that, you know, it's not a myopic point of view, it's not singular, and we are a melting pot, which means that part of it is that we're supposed to be able to have disagreements with being respectful. We can see things from a different point of view, but Mm -hmm. yet be considerate. Um, my point of view doesn't mean it's an absolute, and your point of view does not mean it's an absolute. And I can respectfully, disrespectfully kind of interact. I can agree to disagree. And I, and I would hope that most people, if we can move back to that as a country, we can compromise. We can negotiate. We can, it doesn't have to be all or none. Yeah. And in light of that, that's actually how you get things moving when it's this rigid dogma we actually turn into gridlock and that's where teams fall apart where it's an absolutism. So I'm hoping that as a society and in sports, we can learn how do we all work together for a unified vision. Yeah. Yep. Hoping and praying for that on this end, my friend. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You see the, the, uh, you know, the, the, and a lot of times back in the day that it's, you could, you would always hear too. It's like, oh, well, both parties, they just, they want the same things, but they disagree on how to get there. Right. How to get it. We've all heard that. But today it's much different. Today you've got, Marxist running certain organizations, uh, running certain types of uh, uh, organizations, and they're pushing their their race. They're dividing us on race, transgenderism. I mean, a man and a woman. They can't, we can't even agree on that anymore. <laughs> you know, like the difference between a man and a woman. We transgenderism and open borders and criminals coming across. So it's a really it's it's an interesting time. And I agree. I hope we can figure out a way to de-escalate all that. Yeah, we have to be careful of the language and words we use, because oftentimes the language and words create uh, antagonism, attacking, um, 
rigidity. And so we all, you know, in the media, including, we have to be careful of how we do express things. I tend to say that the def- best definition of a compromise is where both parties are moderately disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the best compromise. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's funny. And then also, you know, this click, you take the video now of, of the person's giving a speech or whatever, or talking at, at uh, uh, and an maybe a news clip and they, mm-hmm. they take that video and then they put it on, on the social media sites and it says, so-and-so slams so-and-so or so-and-so <laughs> destroys the other person. So then that, that's our clickbait now to drive yeah. ratings and to get the clicks. But, uh, we, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, uh, more from Dr. Harold Shaninsky. He's an author and a sports psychologist here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, expert contributor on the program. Author, A Champion's Mindset, 15 Mental Conditioning Steps to Becoming a Champion Athlete. DrShaninsky.com. We'll be right back after this short break. Please don't touch that dial. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right to the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We're top-ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. Out of 25,000-plus agents, we rank in the top 1%. So we'd love to help you if you're buying, selling, or investing here in Tampa Bay. And we've got a hot property listing here on Bel Air uh, in Pinellas County, Bel Air Beach, uh, 117 14th Street, Bel Air. This is a beautiful property, double lot, pool, home with a lot of upgrades. Uh, this is a great opportunity to own a completely uh, renovated and updated, just a gorgeous property here. Four bedrooms, three bath, almost 2,800 square feet, private pool, gourmet kitchen, jetted bathtub, temperature controlled wine closet, covered lanai. And the best part is you walk to the end of the street, you've got beach access, public parking, beach access as well access as well great opportunity right here in tampa bay and you can see all of our real estate listings at platinum mvp team dot kw dot com somewhere somewhere sunny and 75 
Hey, let's give a shout out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. If you're looking to add sprinkler systems irrigation to your properties, reach out to Victor at Chad Irrigation. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Facebook.com forward slash Chad Irrigation is a great place to find them as well. And we've got Dr. Harold Chinitsky on the Consumer Quarterback Show today, uh, author and sports psychologist right here uh, in Tampa Bay. And uh, before we jump back into that, I wanted to touch on this Ron DeSantis. Uh, he's hyper-focused on combating red tide uh, since, you know, Tampa Bay, this is a show based here locally uh, on Tampa Bay. Uh, some of the things that the uh, governor, the great governor that we have uh, is doing here, he's uh, dedicated more than $14.5 million to the Center for Red Tide Research uh, since 2019, provided $902,500 in grants to Pinellas County to cover up uh, for cleanup uh, efforts, rather, uh, to cover cleanup efforts, uh, funded water quality monitoring uh, for sampling of Pinellas, Hillsborough, and Manatee counties, enhanced red tide detection and mitigation efforts, partnered with world's experts, uh, leading experts on harmful algae blooms. So it's an interesting take, uh, or an interesting time uh, with a lot of dead fish uh, coming up. So we're just you know praying that subsides and, and hopefully a lot of that money is going to go to a good use and it's going to help to minimize some of this. Some of the people I'm talking to in real estate are like, wow, you know, if the wind's blowing a certain way, I've got fish piling up and just what a mess that is. Uh, Doc, I don't know if you have any insights on that or you care to uh, comment on that story about red tide well i think it'd be important to do some research to find out what the root cause of the red tide is and if there's anything like you were talking about mitigation to be able to address it Uh, i tend to say that uh, humans need earth earth doesn't need humans and so i think it's kind of important that we take a look at something's happening it's certainly very unpleasant for tourism um, it affects like you just said real estate because if you're showing waterfront property you have that very unpleasant respiratory um, distress so i certainly hope that we can address this issue and resolve it yeah i think it's just when you have the rainy season you got the dry season and then you go into the rainy season and then you've got uh you know just a lot of the runoff from the um fertilizer for tomato farms or lawns uh things of that nature i think that's what i've always heard is the root cause but it's man it's such a hassle such a it's such a challenge you know because then then you got the city folk getting mad at the farmers in the rural areas they're like well you're you're putting all this in the orange groves and the tomatoes but it's like well don't you like to go to the store and get nice you know vine ripe tomatoes so it's such a challenge and it's that it's that traditional uh, balance of real estate, you know, how to use real estate, you know, like developers versus uh, the, the, the nature, you know, parks versus green spaces versus living spaces. The, the, the unified vision again that we were just talking about. How do we all work together? Everyone's got their own specific interests and needs. Right. But there's if, if we can as it have a, a greater perspective that's going to benefit all of us, if not all, if not all of us for the long haul, uh, the ability to work together cooperatively. And that's what great teams do. Absolutely. So I highlighted one of the notes here I wanted to talk about in this segment here. So this could have, this could work in, I, you know, 
one of the things that I loved growing up as a, as a South Florida, you know, in South Florida, playing football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, you know, I even got into high school rodeo and track and all that good stuff, pole vaulting, is, is competition. You know, I loved mm-hmm. competition. I loved either I'm going to out-prepare and, and out-work and, uh, you know, win this this potential uh, match or game, or I'm going to lose. I'm gonna, if I'm on the losing side, I'm going to learn something from it, and I'm always going to try to improve. Now, in my business, I'm, you know, I'm in sales, so it's, I can have some of that type of a competition and, you know, it gets into a lot of economics. But how do you stay hungry? How, how, how can people stay hungry, not only as athletes, but also, you know, in their business, especially if they're competing in sales and they want to be number one in their company or number one in the region? Uh, what's the best advice around how to stay hungry? Well, the way you're talking about that is pretty interesting because as an athlete myself and similar for yourself, that idea of you applied yourself, and there's only one person that you control, and therefore it's yourself. So looking at how do I control the controllables? Mm-hmm. Each athlete or individual, if I'm working with Salesforce or corporate executives, we're always taking a look at what is the standard, your highest standard? How do you live up to your highest standard? And in light of that, there are no guarantees, and I tell everybody this. You know, you could study your hardest for an exam. It doesn't guarantee you pass it. You can have the best sales pitch. It doesn't guarantee the sale. Right. So since there are no guarantees in life, and as with adults, we can all laugh and say death and taxes. But besides that, I encourage everybody, how do you go about increasing your probability of success? That's it. That's all you ever do in life is yes. increase your probability of success. So what are the things that I can do that are going to move me in that direction? And knowing that if I give 100%, 100% of the time, that's where I'm going to be increasing. So do I do my homework? Do I prepare? Am I well organized? How do I network? What's my pitch? How do I find out what the pain is of this individual? Can I satisfy that? How do I cooperate and work with somebody and collaborate with them? All of these increase my probability of success. In sport, we call it the process. You don't focus on the outcome. If you focus on the outcome, you're not taking care of the steps that actually move you in that direction. And just because you may set your own personal record, your own best, it still doesn't guarantee that you win that meet, heat, or game. But you have to know that you have given your best. Whether you win or lose, you know you've given your best. Afterwards, I always talk about doing what's called, everyone's got a pregame routine. I always talk about the post-game or post-shot routine. And this is where it actually, you grow from it. So you always want to ask yourself three questions in the post-shot routine. And that was, what was my plan? What actually happened? And what do I learn from it? Imagine giving yourself a private lesson from you to you after every single event, whether it's a sales pitch, a game, and you can improve upon it every single time. And that's how I find most of my athletes are able to maintain that because it's always, as I say, either you achieve your goal or it's a learning opportunity. Right. Right, exactly. I love that. Lots of good tips there from Dr. Harold Shinitsky here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, sports psychologist, com, And from your book, 15 Mental Conditioning Steps to Becoming a Champion Athlete, What's a, what's a couple of the highlights in case people want to check that out? <laughs> well, here's one that freaks people out. Um, I always like to say there is no such thing as stress. Nice. <laughs> no stress. Mainly because what makes you stress may not make me stress, and what makes me stress may not make you stress. The situation is always neutral. It's all based on your perception 
of the situation. And so once you realize that, then you can begin to address what is my perception of it? What is my perceived threat? So it's uh, investment in something plus a perceived threat, real or imagined, equals anxiety. Mm. And if I'm feeling stressed or pressure, well, it has to do with my perception. I think, oh, this is a really big sale. Well, now I'm putting the pressure on myself versus this is what I always do. So pressure is a perception, and I encourage people to understand what's their perception and self-talk. I love that. That's really good stuff. Stress can be there, but it could also be absent depending on how you frame it and how you perceive it. All right. Thanks for joining us, Doc. We appreciate that. Dr. Harold Shanitsky on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check him out online, drshanitsky.com. Coming up, Michelle James, attorney and tax resolution specialist, Tax Pro of Tampa, uh, coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show Platinum MVP team. Giving a shout out to the Billmar Beach Resort the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island. Uh, give a shout-out to Clyde Smith. He's the general manager there. Let him know the real estate quarterback sent you. Uh, they've got a great opportunity. Enjoy the beach property. Two pools on site. Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant. Just a great property. And most of the rooms face the Gulf of Mexico as well. Beautiful property. Check them out online. BillMarBeachResort.com. And let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805, uh, one of our premier property listings. This is a $2.6 million penthouse available on the beach. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805, uh, beautiful property, about 4,000 square feet, gorgeous beachfront penthouse, uh, three bedroom suites. You got an office as well, Gulfside balconies. You got a terrace as well on the balcony, garage parking spaces, storage, resort style amenities. And you walk out, you got the pool, you got the barbecue area, you got billiards room, uh, large uh, entertainment area as well. And the best part is a private beach entrance. Uh, to your private beach right there on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico, dolphin-filled waters and sugar sand beaches right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. What do you think about that property? That's a nice one, right? Beautiful. You deserve it. I think you should go ahead and put an offer in. That's Probably a nice should. one. <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting on. Get on the beach. There you go. Uh, welcome in Michelle James, tax resolution specialist, tax pro of Tampa. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Pleasure Thanks for to coming be here. in. And you are an attorney and a CPA. 
uh, by trade in helping people save money on taxes, uh, you know, legally pay the least amount of possible is another way to say it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> legally, ethically pay the least amount of taxes. I think most people are looking for that. Yes. I think that's absolutely. something that's something people would like to learn more about. Right. Yeah. And the strategies are there. You know, you got the, the instruments that are there. 1031 exchanges for real estate people. And uh, but before we get jump into some of those strategies, you had mentioned there's just a couple of new additions or changes uh, that had came out. Charitable deductions and federal loans. Oh, yeah. So there are a couple of new things coming up for 2021. Um, For those who don't itemize, they are giving a $300 charitable deduction um, for our standard filers. On the student loans, they're getting ready to lift all the holes based on the CARES Act. And so now we're going into active repayment. But what they're also allowing is for your employer Mm -hmm to pay down your loan. Uh, So the employer withholds from you, pays down the loan, and neither one has the tax effects. Okay. So that's actually a great opportunity for someone looking to save some money. So the employer gets the the benefit, um, and there's just no, there's, the employer gets the benefit of not paying taxes on that, and the employee gets the benefit of not having that money taxed prior to, so they can pay their student loans up front. Okay. Um, things that are changing, the income brackets have changed a bit, uh, not the tax per se, but the income brackets have changed a bit. So mm-hmm. for those, um, even though you might have been earning the same amount of money as you did last year, you might see yourself in a higher tax bracket this year. Mm. OK, so they have, you know, kind of lowered those brackets and put you in a higher tax bracket. Wow. So up to about $40,000, you're at about 12%. So, and then it gets higher from there. Wow. Okay. So we can expect to see that on our tax returns coming up. Um, For our seniors, they're no longer under the CARES Act. uh, As of the age of 72, normally you were forced to kind of start taking those IRAs and 401ks. Well, Mm -hmm. they're allowing our seniors now to somewhat wait to see if the market will recover. Mm -hmm. And so their funds will kind of stabilize a bit. So they're not being forced to take those monies out right now. Okay. So that's a nice look at 72 and over. So at 72, they were Mm -hmm. basically saying, Hey, take, you got to start taking distributions. Absolutely. You Mm -hmm. had to start taking those distributions. So now they're saying under the CARES Act, you can actually hold off on that and not, see any type of penalties. Right. So I think that's a nice little break coming up yeah. for our seniors. So we've seen a record number of spending now out of the out of the federal government. So you're saying that the taxes are uh, increasing, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're increasing. It, and it's and it's you know there's no way for it to go but up. But up. Yeah. There was no other way to recover but yeah. to start Right. Collecting some more taxes. So one, two, three. How many rounds of of uh, printing money have we done now? Right. And I think the total is close to six trillion dollars. I saw an interesting um, email or social post. I think it was. It said if if they would take that money and just give it out to to the uh, American people, we would all have forty three thousand dollars that they could give to us with some if they just allocated a portion of that. So that would have been a nice bonus. I'll take my forty three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, that would help us get over COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right, forty three thousand for you, forty three thousand for me, forty three thousand for everybody, and uh, but yeah, so that's it's interesting though. But no, that that money unfortunately is going to be funneled to certain 
you know, special interest groups overseas. I think I remember one called Gender Pakistan or uh, Gender Studies in Pakistan. Like this government spending is just out of control. It is out of control. I mean, they had opened up uh, grants for restaurant revitalizations, and that just totally went left. Um, wow. Yeah. So, but they they've since closed those. But I mean, I have one client that got two hundred and eighty thousand dollars just from that one grant. So that grant was for specifically for restaurants. Just for restaurants. Okay. Um. And and it was you know they they targeted it to uh, minorities. They kind of had a target market, and yep. so as those funds started getting released, then there were some issues and. Yeah. A couple of people went in and lawsuit came down on the SBA. So they went ahead and closed that program out. But now, is that is that the one where they were saying uh, th- th- there was one for farmers that I saw that was highly publicized, basically a modern day racism saying white people can't get it. But but minorities can pretty much. It was wow. the same thing with the restaurants. Yeah. But the, their take or the initial take on it was when all the funds initially came out. Mm hmm. Blacks or minorities just were not able to qualify for them because hmm. they probably didn't put themselves in the right positions. Right. They weren't ready to they, they weren't filing tax returns. They weren't they weren't you know, they don't they're not credit worthy. They're not. Yeah. So right. more. So just more of that. overall. Let's, let's paint everybody with a broad stroke. Yes. Uh, a broad brush. You know, it was a very broad brush. Jeez. Absolutely. Because that doesn't go for everyone. But yeah. we understand that, you know, so they came back out with the restaurant revitalization grants. And that was their reasoning. And of course, that hmm. got closed pretty quickly. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, man. What a, what an interest, interesting couple of years we've seen, uh, you know, with a lot of the different stuff happening. It's been a lot. Yeah. It's been a lot. I must say, it's been a lot. I don't, I don't know how how do we recover from here? Like, I mean, look at the prices of of even homes, right, yeah. going up. Like, they can't get the materials to build. I mean, it's yeah. just. Everything's up. It's just uh, eggs, everything. milk. You know, you feel bad too because it's like the elites, those people. And, and, and I've talked about this before. By the way, if you just joined us, we're talking with Michelle James, taxproofampa.com. Taxproofampa.com. Michelle James here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. She's an attorney, CPA. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of times you, you try to figure out, like, who, who is this, who, who's getting hurt the most, okay? So my heart goes out to seniors. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, my heart goes out to middle, lower income people too. Because think about this: yeah, people in the middle income, they're, they're going to be you know upper. Yeah, you know you're going to have a couple less whatever this or vacations maybe. But the elites are taking this this to the extreme. Uh, the people that are in the political in class, you know, the the tech giants, those types of people. What they've done is they've made it where, especially with all this printing of money, they're watering down money. They're taking. Um, the uh, the lending rate to to an all time low. Mm-hmm. So what does that do? It hurts on the opposite side. It hurts, as you were mentioning earlier, the the seniors' retirement plans. Just when they're getting into their golden years, and this is probably the last 10, 12 years in the making, and it's Janet Yellen, it's the Jerome Powells, it's those people running the feds, the secretary, the treasury. They are they're, – they're, they're basically – their policies are hurting seniors. It's hurting uh, middle to low-income folks. Of course, minorities are involved with that. Mm-hmm. White people are involved with that. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. But it's rec- – Record numbers, and it's just, it's saddening, it's sickening, and it's, you know, it's going to be tough to reverse. I I, I truly see that. Um, 
but then also they're creating monsters out there with all these programs, right? Yes. Because then now you can't find anyone who wants to go out and work. Yes. What they're creating so. monsters, they're creating voters is what they're doing too, right? <laughs> what, People that, that get that handout. They're getting that handout, so they're going to probably vote their way. That's their mindset, right? But how do these small businesses survive? How are all these restaurants exactly. changed? Because they cannot stay open because we cannot get employees. That's right. And so they, the they, chains they don't are want closing. Them to. They want right. they want all they want to pander to their big business buddies. They want to pander. I'll go back to my my uh, example earlier about the funds rate and the the lending. And, and so they de incentivize people for putting money in the bank, right? Because they yes. don't want you back, back when I was you know early twenties or whatever uh, getting my start. You could put money in the bank. You get four and a half, five and a half percent. Remember that? Yes. That wasn't a bad deal. That oh, I got a, a money deal. market account. I got a Wachovia <laughs> right. account. Whatever it was back then. Now that you can't do that. So what do most people do? Oh, let's open up an E-Trade. Let's open up an account. Let's put it in the stock market. What do they do? They falsely inflate the stock market. Mm-hmm. Oh, the economy's doing great. The economy's doing good. Yeah, put it in stocks. Put it in the tech stocks, right? right. That's what a lot of people do. So all the big boys, this policy is helping their friends. It's helping the Pelosi's Agreed. of the world, et cetera. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then the market then ends really badly every evening right right um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's like where does it end uh, but on a local so i want to bring it back to a local business owner let's say we've got a local business owner out there you know he's a hard-working man hard-working woman um he's got a contracting business he's making money he's out there sweating every day with a plumbing electrical contracting business etc um, i want to give some tips for him uh I want to give some strategies for those folks uh, in the restaurant owners that we talked about, but I want to do it right on the flip side of this break. Okay, so let's take a quick break here. Uh, More from attorney and CPA Michelle James, tax resolution specialist, tax pro of Tampa. We're going to give some tax strategy, some common sense tips and ways to win in today's tax uh, climate, the the climate that we're in right now. We'll be right back after this short break. Plus, we got our feel good story of the day coming up as well. Uh, Two Florida cities named to world's greatest 100 places by time magazine stay with us we'll be right back this is work done and you're listening to the real estate quarterback show hosted by my man brandon rhymes to get in touch with brandon call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rhymes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550. Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. 
online at consumerqb.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here talking tax strategy with Michelle James in the house. Uh, before we jump back into that, I want to tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. Tell me something good. Two Florida cities were named as Time Magazine's uh, list to top global destinations. Sarasota and Orlando were named to the magazine's world's 100 greatest places of 2021 alongside uh, such locales as Bangkok, Cairo, and Maldives. Uh, The Sarasota listing highlighted Florida's growing Gulf Coast scene. And it says also Miami has long held the reins as all the things you can do in hip and Florida, hip and young in Florida. Uh, But there's something special. Special percolating along the the once sleepy Gulf Coast, according to Time, it says. Uh, this calling Sarasota a virtual or a vital cultural capital. The magazine uh, also talks about Sarasota Art Museum, Ringling College, and the city's plans to redevelop 53 acres into a bayfront public park. Uh, the project includes uh, Mangrove Bayou Walkway, which opened in April. The new Lido Beach Pavilion. And the resort at Long Key Club also received a nod from the magazine. And meanwhile, Orlando was praised as the home of Walt Disney World, the crown jewel of American theme parks, uh, unquote, uh, quote unquote there, according to Time and Universal. Sarasota was also recently named one of the top 10 places to live in the United States, uh, 2021. And uh, also U.S. News and World Report landing at number nine on the list. So there's a couple of cool places in Florida. And, of course, Tampa Bay kind of nestled in between both of those. So it's a nice, not a bad place to live, work, and play either. Not a bad place at all. Tampa Bay. (laughs) Tampa Bay with the sports teams now. Uh, But, yeah, so tax strategy, Michelle. A lot of people, you know, again, that example of that that hardworking contractor out there, you know, that, that, uh, that he's out there sweating and getting stuff done plumbing electrical company builder or you know maybe the 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 lady that's working in her uh bakery she's she loves making her her you know prized prized uh cookies or cupcakes or whatever uh restaurateur you know the men and women out there working hard what are some technical or what are some uh tax strategies for them or some ideas that they can try to win and navigate today so they've allowed us, as small businesses, a lot of the, uh, there are some SCP plans out there, some self-employed plans that you are able to kind of put away a substantial amount of money. Okay. Um, I believe one plan is about $54,000 a year where you can put away untaxed. Mm. Uh, that, of course, bills for retirement reduces taxable income throughout that current year. Nice. And, and it's also allowed as a deduction. Right. So it's multifaceted. Um, so that's a great, great, great way to kind of save some some funds. And that was called um, SEP? Yes. Okay. So you got SEP, 54000 roughly uh, Yeah, it's untaxed. either $52,000 or $54,000 that you are able to put away annually. Nice. Untaxed. Yeah. Um, so that's a great plan for small businesses. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you don't have to put away the whole thing. Just know that you can put away up to 
that amount. Yeah. Right. Um, like if, if people are out there, you know, even, you know, some young realtors, they haven't started a plan like this. Uh, you know, you've, you first thing to do is talk to a fiduciary, somebody that cares about you and is going to put your, uh, they legally have to put you ahead of their own commission and et cetera, choices of investments. But yeah, you know, so there, there's some of these programs that people can do that. I think a lot of times people just start making money and, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll pay taxes once a year. They finally <laughs> write a check and they're like, whoa, what? Ha- that's a big check. You know, quarterly payments, some of these things that the lessons that you learn kind of hard uh, the first go round. Difficult, difficult yeah. lessons, yeah. Um, especially for you guys that are realtors, right? Because yep. you're making a huge amount of money with very low expenses, right? Outside of probably driving around, your expenses are pretty low. Yeah, um, yeah marketing costs, you know, postage, things absolutely. like that, lockboxes, et cetera. And yep. so you find that you're in a high taxable bracket. Um, of course, that plan would work really well. Of course, they they have the child tax, right? Mm. If you want to do the kitty tax, you yeah. want to kind of get your kids involved, right? Um, go ahead, pay them, take the deduction. You know, the kitties get their allowance and you also get the deductions on the books. That's um, a good idea. Yeah, there, there are tons of people that, that do that little kitty so tax pay one. Your, pay your kid that's living in your own house, <laughs> pay them, and that's an untaxable. Yeah, absolutely. And say, you okay, you go to the grocery store and buy the groceries. <laughs> right? Now that you have money. Now that you have money, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so the kitty tax is always um, one that's that is a good incentive for small businesses. That's interesting. You know, you bring them in, you let them do a little bit of work, clean up, you know, Take on the cleaning. Take social on media. Social media, which they're much better at us at. You're right, <laughs> much better than that. we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, just let them find something that they love within the business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's standing and making reservations or taking the phone calls, let them put them to work. And, yeah. and then you're able to kind of pay them. You don't have to pay the self-employment. That's why it's that whole kitty tax oh, thing. Okay. Right. So, no so you do. Tax. Yeah. So you do avoid some of the taxes. So you do save on some taxes and, you know, they get their funds and we get the deduction as a business owner. Um, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. There, like there are tons of great strategies that if once you you actually sit down with an accountant and right. we actually see what it is, because, you know, that That's doesn't right. work for everyone. Right. If if your business isn't flowing or has a great cash flow, that's not a great plan for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, for you, we might need to come up with some other things, um, whatever that might be. Right. Whether yep. it's um, finding, you know, finding maybe equipment that you're buying that we can depreciate on a 179, which means a full deduction, or if we take it over time. So there's there, there mm-hmm. are things in there for everyone that we can do. Right. Yeah. So but it, it takes looking at that organic look that, you know, let me let us let someone see what it is that you have and let someone help you. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't just sit and think because you're not making any money, you can't really go in anywhere. You know, yeah, if if your AGI is 10,000, probably not much I can do. Right. Right. But, you know, yeah. I'm talking about we're out here, you know, we're selling, we're doing what we're supposed to every day and we're making some money. Uh, yeah. You know, we're at twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars 
yes, there there are plans out there that you can get yourself into to reduce taxable income. Yeah, that's good stuff. Michelle James here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Tax Pro of Tampa. Michelle James, tax resolution specialist uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And one of the things I always tell people, too, is is to get a review. If you, if you paid tax returns, we all have, we should have, uh, over the last three, four, five years, and you're saying, hey, I wonder if I may have overpaid. I wonder if that... You know, somewhat maybe old school uh, accountant that I was working with uh, knew all the latest trends and was up to date on uh, the latest uh, incentives or the the kitty tax or the the uh, SCP. All these different things, these these vehicles that were afforded, uh, we can do a review. Um, you can do a review for them and potentially save them some money, find some money there. Absolutely, that is a part of our service for our new clients that are coming in. So, a part of that in- initial consultation, which I do offer for free, I do take that whole look at what it is that you have and how we can make things better. Yeah, I think that's such an important thing for business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, folks out there, just to kind of get a checkup on your current team. You know, maybe hey, maybe you find maybe you sit down and you say, hey, everything's great, awesome, they're doing wonderful. Well, wouldn't you like to know that? Right. right. But then there's probably one in, I don't know, one in five, one in three that you find, hey, there's something major that was overlooked. So that, so I always look at it as upside, downside, upside potential, downside. And, and there's really not much downside in that. Absolutely. And, and here's the thing. OK, so someone takes a look and you don't want to leave your accountant. Right. That's it. That's fine. At least, you know. Exactly. This point, you actually know what you can do differently and what you can do better. Right. You just choose to go with, you know, your mom's old accountant that, you know, still uses pen and paper. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you just exactly. choose to, to yeah. kind of stay there. Yeah. But at least now you understand that when you decide, because there's that level of loyalty, and I get it. Exactly. The loyalty to your accountants. I, I right. totally respect that. Right. Yep. There are some people that will not leave me yep. no matter what. Yep. And I've jumped states and they still fly down. They'll come and see me. So I, I do get that. There's a loyalty to your accountant. Um, But at least, you know, get the checkup. Absolutely. Reach out to the hotline 813-750-0550. Call or text. uh, Just text the word CPA 813-750-0550 and consumerqb.com. Always a pleasure, Michelle. Thank you. And it goes by so quickly. It sure does. (laughs) That was good stuff, though. I like that. Tax Tax strategy. Small business, contractors, charitable deductions, federal loans. We cover a lot of area uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I want to thank our producers, our whole team behind the scenes, putting the program together. We greatly appreciate it. And our listeners out there, viewers of the show, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play contact brandon rhymes at 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show